Luke, the 10th chapter of Luke, beginning with 38 verse. She probably should stand for the reading of God's word. Luke, 10th chapter of Luke. Jesus and his disciples were on their way. He came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. May the Lord have a blessing to the reader and hear this in this word. If I'm going to put a tag on this, and that's simply you can do that. Get somebody and say, you can do that. Somebody else and say, you can do that. Have a long preach by itself. Sometimes we simply need to know that there is better and that we can what? Do better. I don't know about you, but you can always reach. I believe we can all reach better. There is a better. No matter how good you think something is right now in your life, I just stopped by this morning to tell you, you can do better. Everybody's always seeking something better. We want better cars, better houses, living accommodations. We want better jobs and some folk are even looking for better spouses. Oh yeah, I amen somebody. Y'all want to be all sanctified and holy today. They say it was right and somebody's still looking for something better. We're always in pursuit of something better. Nothing seems to be good enough. We get disenchanted when things become mundane. It's not that it's bad, we just always seem to, seem to want better. How do you know when you get your better? Just asking that question. How do you know when you get to bed. What designates or what is the criteria for your bed? It's a question that we really need to since we're always in pursuit. So if you're in pursuit of something better, when do you get it to the bed? How do you know that you've arrived I was thinking the other day as I was driving down the street, I wish they would make a 
car that would last 30 years. <laughs> would you spend, you know, if you think about the money we spend on cars and turning cars over and over and over, I thought about, you know, I, I was driving down the street yesterday and I saw uh, a G-Wagon. Y'all know what a G-Wagon? Yeah. yeah. G-Wagon is that Mercedes Benz yeah. SUV that costs about, what, 100, over 100000 <laughs> And I thought, I started, you know, for a minute, man, no way I'd ever spend $100,000 on a car. And then, but then I thought about it, I said, well, wait a minute. If I do the math, if it would last 30 years, I might consider. If it never, if, if it lasted 30 years and I never had to pay for anything being fixed on it, if I never had to do any maintenance on it, if if it's if the style stayed in contact, I mean it nice, if it looked nice and the style was consistent and it was and I could get 30 years out of it. Maybe. Maybe. Just maybe. But even then, would we be satisfied? Would we be satisfied? If they built it to last 30 years, you knew you could keep it for 30 years, would you still be satisfied? Would that be deemed better? Or would we simply just be wanting something just to want something that would say amen somebody? Because the question is, could you drive it for 30 years? When do we reach better? Many have switched to what they thought was better, only to find oftentimes it's much worse. The old saying goes, the grass ain't always green on the other side. I wish I could get a witness in here. But for some reason we are infatuated with the idea that something out there is better. The unknown always seems to be, there's got to be something better. How many of you said, you said that last night, there's got to be something better than this right now. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong, but you just still what, reaching and thinking that there's got to be something better. Your definition of better 
an infinite state of being that has no real end or can truly be qualified. Can you qualify what is better in your life? Maybe just maybe human nature has a real concept of better. Jonah thought it was better to go to Tarshish. Naaman, that we uh, preached from last week, thought it was better to, that he stay in his own hands and rather than being healed in the, the Jordan. Peter thought it was better to build a place for Moses, Elijah, and Jesus in the Transfiguration story. He thought that, hey, look, let's just pause right here, stay right here, nobody else, just us three, us, you three and me, let's just stay right here. They, let me bring this home a little closer. Today we have a growing crisis. Many growing crises. If we are today, student loan debt has become astronomical. It's simply because someone thought it was better to make education more about profit than learning and development. Exactly. Oh. Exactly. It simply it was done simply because someone thought it was better than profit that to make it profit it's profitable. There's a group of people who see it more. The same thing could be said for prisons. Somebody just thought it was better that if we make it more about profit than people. <laughs> not about rehabilitation at all. It's really not about rehabilitation. They just thought that it would be better if it was about profit rather than rehabilitation. And there are those that have decided and made those decisions because, simply because, they thought it was what? <laughs> just like also have a crisis in healthcare because so many saw maintenance medicine more profitable than cures. They just thought it was better. Look, we can make money out for sick people. I wish I could get a witness in here. There's profit in sickness. So you know what? Let's not try to put money into curing them. Let's put money into maintaining the sickness that they have because there's more profit if they keep coming back to us. I'm just speaking the truth right now. That's all. And it was done simply under the auspice of being what? Because we believe this is better. <laughs> also have a growing crisis in our country with retirement. Wish I could get an amen. We've got baby boomers that are retiring, and now my generation, Gen X, is also beginning to look at retiring. And but in a real sense, there are no retirements simply because someone thought it was better to take away actual pensions and leave it up to the individuals. But now we have a crisis because now we're gonna have individuals and a bunch of individuals who are going to hurt the economy because they're not going to be equipped to retire. But somebody thought it was better to wipe away pensions 
rather than <laughs> and allow all of these folk to retire without fully being prepared for retirement. I'm just trying to share some truths with you this morning. All of these decisions were made simply because someone thought it was better. Someone is always making these kinds of decisions under the banner of it being better. I was in a meeting not so many months ago, a few months ago, and I learned in that meeting that even we, the United Methodist Pastors uh, Church, one of the benefits of being a United Methodist Pastor was that you had a pension. We rare church denomination where you had a real pension. Well, I just learned in three years, in three years, that we will no longer have a pension. In three years, we will have a defined contribution, which is simply like a 401k. And basically what they shared was that it will be your responsibility and that's it. And so no longer will there be a tension. And then she proceeded to say, because we think this is better. It's amazing how we make decisions, how we impact. Everybody is impacted by somebody who decides what's Somebody's always making that decision. But once again, my question, my question, how do we define better? But more importantly, my greater question is better for who? It's amazing how we can decide 
what is right for everybody else. <laughs> I, I, I need you to get this. She's talking to Jesus Church and she has decided Jesus. Watch this, watch this. I know what's right watch this, for you. Y'all didn't even get that, right? And I know what's right for her. Because Jesus is a part of this situation. So what really what Martha is saying that she Mary's sitting at the feet of Jesus. She's spending time with Jesus. And so Martha comes, no, 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 no. She needs to come with me. Because I know what's right for you, Jesus, and I know what's right for her. It's amazing how we all listening. What we're doing is the right thing. I just wonder sometimes, do we approach Jesus that way? I know what I'm doing is right. <laughs> I know it's got to be right, but right and better are two different things. Because look at what Jesus says. Jesus says, Jesus' response is that Mary has chosen what is better. Did y'all see that? That was intense. So, so, there's a difference between Chosen what was better. In other words, Martha, you thought 
what you were doing was better. But it's not. You, Martha, you don't get to decide what is better for me and for her. But maybe our understanding is better. Here's one quote of this. It's better. Maybe our understanding of better is better determined by Jesus rather than us. So I'm wondering if we can reach an understanding of what is better. Can better come from a human place? Or is better a divine concept that derives from God? I know what's going through your mind right now. Well, then, preacher, how do I know what Jesus has deemed better for me? First and foremost, we have the Bible to reference. To determine what he has decided to be what better. Scripture, scripture is full of things that God has deemed what better. And oftentimes, you know, it's crazy because oftentimes in the midst of all the decisions that we make, I really started to put this sermon under a series that I was thinking about doing, and that is a series called IDK, I Don't Know. I wanted this to be the first part of the series. I'm not so sure y'all may end up getting that series, so I'm just letting you know that I may be doing a series on IDK, which simply is I don't know. What do you do when you what? Don't know what to do. And how many moments, how many situations where we find ourselves and we what? I decay. I don't know. And who are we turning to as we reach those what? I decay moments. Is it a friend? Is it a mama? Is it an uncle? Is it. And sometimes it's just you, and so you all by yourself. But can you know? I'm gonna ask you this question: Can you trust your, yourself with your own decisions? I mean, God, I wish I had somebody in here. If you're honest, can you trust yourself with your own decisions? Watch this. Do you have a good track record? God, I wish I had somebody in here. Do you have a good track record in making decisions for your life? Woo. If you watch this, if you are honest, do you have a good track record? <laughs> I don't know who it was. I was talking recently. I was talking to somebody and, and, and they made a bad decision. They said, but you know what? Can't blame nobody but myself. I feel bad, but it was really just me. I feel bad. How often do you say that to yourself? I, I know it was me. I made the decision. How often have you have you examined how many times it points back to you? That's why I asked the question once again. Have you looked at your track record for the decisions you have made in your life? What does it reveal? Once again, I, I often believe that maybe, just maybe, we shouldn't be making these isolated decisions or 
text, Jesus determines what is better. He tells Martha that Mary has chosen what is better. And I believe he is a better judge of what is better than our lives. So allow me to suggest that what is better is whatever Jesus deems as better. So how do we know? How do we know? I believe it comes back to scripture. As a matter of fact, one of the things Jesus has revealed is better is found right here in this text. Jesus refers to the fact that what Mary has chosen is what? Better. Watch, watch this. The better she chose was not sitting and doing nothing. because she felt like Mary was what? Sitting and doing nothing. Ooh, God, what's that? Head? So, so she's looking. Martha's looking at Mary. She's like, she's not doing anything. She's not helping. I'm the one working. But she thought Mary wasn't doing anything. that's truly 
in Christ. Oh, yeah, don't, don't miss that. Because there's a lot of people, and a lot of people that claim the name that they're doing it for, what? Christ. But the question is, are they doing it with Christ? Is God actually there? To operate with Christ, one must what? Listen. One must listen. You got to listen in order to operate with Christ. You have to listen. What does Jesus say? She, see, Martha's what? Distracted. We see that in the text. By all the work, all the preparations. She couldn't hear from Jesus because she's distracted. She's working so busy, but here's Mary. Mary is sitting and listening and receiving all that God has for her. Matter of fact, so she's still in mind and body. She was not, her mind was not distracted. Her body was not distracted. She was, she was listening to Jesus, whereas Martha's just running around. <laughs> See, even at the sound of my voice today and the message that I'm preaching right now, somebody's been distracted in their minds. <laughs> your body is sitting still, but your mind is racing. We're distracted. Oftentimes we're not hearing from Jesus simply because what? We, we, we're watching too much TV. Come on I wish I had somebody in there. We're distracted by the TV. We know we already read. We can't wait to, to get home to go binge on the next, the next show, the next thing that we're trying to watch. You know, distracted. Too much TV. Been home soon. You come in. You got to get it. I don't know what it's the soap opera, the have and the have nots or something, <laughs> but you're distracted. <laughs> Too much partying. Some folk just want to party, have fun all the time, every time. You know, I got a cousin, y'all, and, and, and she's, she's successful. I'm not going to say that. She's really, really successful. Uh, and I say successful, and I take that back because, you know, sometimes money goes through a lot of things. When people have a business and they go, they make good money, uh, they lose a lot of money too. And so they up and down, they go through losing homes, they go through losing cars, if, if, if there's no bath, no discipline. And so one thing about it, I give her, she don't live life to the fullest. I tell you, every time I go on Facebook, that girl at a party, every time, and she has not changed since we were teenagers and really young. She partied then and she's still partying now. Fifty-something years old, she has not stopped partying. Life is one big party. If it's a party going on, you see her on Facebook waving her hand. I don't care where it is, if it's in Jamaica, if, 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 if it's in whatever, it can be in Europe, she gonna be in Europe with everybody with partying. She don't miss the party, y'all. Never stops. So you got folk that's distracted by what? Partying. They can't sit still. Got to be.
be at the party and got to be the life of the party. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Looking for a party so they can be the life, the center. Gotta find a situation where they're the center. You know what? There are folk that won't allow Jesus to be the center because they always have to be the center of attention for every single thing. Jesus, I don't care what you are saying. 
I don't even have time to respond to your nonsense. Sometimes it's not necessary to talk to the folk. Don't worry about what everybody else has to say about you. We're always worried about what other folks think. Look, while they talking, you just stay in your position to be blessed by God. Let them talk. Watch this. Because when you with Jesus, you're protected by Jesus. So whatever words they're expressing, it does not matter because you're covered by Jesus. So what? Let them talk. 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 Uh, I'm being blessed, so keep talking. And you know what? And watch me be blessed by God. Keep talking. You can talk all you want. Don't stop. I love this because it reminds me of Nehemiah. When Nehemiah was build, rebuilding the wall, Sanballat and Tobiah, they came and they began to talk and ridicule what Nehemiah was trying to do. But the Bible says that he, Nehemiah had the soldiers, a weapon in one hand, and I like to say a hammer in the other hand. They never stopped working simply because Sanballat and Tobiah was talking. Your better 
is in, watch this, I want you to get this. Your better is always in his blessing. But we have to choose better in order to experience better. It's not about your business. It's slowing down enough to receive what God has for you. It's making being blessed a priority in your life. Huh? You get that. You've got to decide that I'm going to live. I'm going to make being blessed a priority in my life. Yeah. But sometimes being blessed is not a priority. See, priority is based upon your what? Your activity. When something is a priority, you 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 you're, you're sure to what to do it, and you're sure to repeat it. When something is a, a priority, you block out time and you make sure that nothing interrupts that time. So, in other words, it being blessed has to be a priority, and in order to be blessed, you got to spend time with God, and to spend time with God means that you've got to what? Listen to God. That ought to be a priority. If you're going to make being blessed a priority in your life, then God has to be a priority in your life. Somebody say you can do better. We have to choose better in order to experience better. Choose. I'm just asking somebody today, choose Jesus today. Why don't you choose Jesus? There is a better joy for you. There's a better peace for you. There's a better hope for you. But it's all found in Jesus. You can do better. I don't care what you think you're doing right now. But that's why the Bible declares that we can do all things through Christ who strengthened us. But it says through Christ we can always do better because with him we can do amazing things. You can do better. But we have to listen to him. That means I just want to simply say to somebody it's time for you to slow down. Slow down. Stop being busy. And you know something's wrong when you, even when you slow down at home, and your whole body, your whole mind is still running. And racing. Just lift up your hands and say, God, I can do better. God, I can do better. 
going to say it again. I can do better. Amen. I want you to think about it. Every situation, every trial, and just say, I can do better. Hello, my name is Lorenz, and I am a choir singer here at One Fellowship Church in Waco, Texas. Thank you for listening. You can learn more about our congregation online at onefellowshipumc.org. You can also like us on Facebook in order to stay up to date with the latest events and activities taking place in our community. Please feel free to share this message and others on social media so that more people can hear about what God is doing here at One Fellowship Church. Thank you and God bless.